Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. John J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, Key, one would think that if one person was on time every day for a month and someone else is late five or ten times, that the one time that that person was late, he wouldn't have to hear about it. But I did. But one would not imagine that the very next day you would have the unmitigated gall to come in late. What? Not 20? Four hours later, I was right back here on time as usual. And who wasn't here? This is so interesting. What do you have to say for yourself? No, I, I figured I was actually in the building. It was next door in the, in, the, in the green room. And I figured I'd take those four minutes back that you wasted of my time yesterday. So I figured that's what I'd do. What about all the other minutes of my time? If you want to start adding and subtracting, you're still in the hole probably about a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max Key, and me I, today. I, huh? Hey, did you, do you, um, you like salmon? Do you eat salmon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had some last night. I cooked crispy, some last crispy night. Crispy skin? Crisp up uh, the skin? Oh, man. No, it, it was, um, so what I did is I, I um, nice filet pretty nice and nice and orange right mm-hmm. grill uh pizza oven mm-hmm. wood fire mm-hmm. so i dropped uh, i melted some butter yeah. took the butter melted on there and then i uh the aluminum foil i wrapped around it and i put the cedar plank once i took it off i put the cedar plank underneath mm-hmm. And I let the so the butter's gonna harden again, but it soaks inside the salmon, so it's inside the salmon. So and then I put the obey seasoning on top, Max. Mm-hmm. Then I put it in the in the uh, the wood fire pizza oven with the hickory wood. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my god! With the edges, they done crisp it up. So yes, the, you gotta the, have the, the crispy. The, the oven crispy was skin. at about. I think the oven I had it at six fifty to seven hundred. Mm-hmm. It took about three minutes to cook the salmon all the way through. Maybe four minutes to cook it all the way through. It was crazy. So now, is this an outdoor pizza oven? Yeah. You got yeah. it attached to the brick chimney somewhere in the house. <laughs> I got your whole layout. <laughs> yeah, and so, and then I had the the, the uh, tricolor cauliflower in the in the black iron skillet. Yeah. Dropped a little olive oil and minced garlic on it with a little sea salt. So let Boy. me ask you something. I know you like to cook. Man, and I had the Cuban rice and beans left over from the night before. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I, I know you like to cook. It sounds delicious, right? I know you like to cook. But you got multiple kids, as I do. Yeah. And anyone who has a bunch of kids know they don't all want to eat the same thing, right? No, they don't. You feel like a short order to cook half the time because it's like this one won't eat this, this one won't eat that, and da 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 I don't know if your kids are picky eaters, but mine are. So how do you, like, all that's labor-intensive, it's not just sticking the little uh, stuffed crust pizza in the microwave oven for three minutes, right? That's easy. If one of my kids likes that, I'm so happy. Like, yeah, oh, great, perfect. But, but so how are you doing this and cooking three different meals, let's say, 
and everyone requires like this little, you know, these little nuanced layers of things you have to do. It, it's it's uh, a lot of practice, Max. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of How practice. How long does it take you to make dinner? Man, typically I already know, oh, to make dinner, yeah. I'm probably a 30-minute guy. Oh, that's depending not bad. On, 30 minutes depending on what I'm doing because I already lay, I lay everything out. I don't, have a, I don't have a sous chef, so I'm already sous chefing at 4 o'clock in the afternoon before they get off the but bus. But you enjoy it though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like listening to the pots cling up against each other, you know? And then if I if I feel like having a cocktail along the way, I sip on something. If there's a game on, I can watch the TV and, and get out at the same time. Why not? But then when you did take you that- start throwing down in the kitchen, Key? How old were you? Does peanut butter and jelly sandwiches count? No. <laughs> no, except probably, except to hear you do it. For first, I take the I take the bread, I put it in the toaster on, but I set it. To, <laughs> no, I, I'll probably say I really really started getting down. Yeah, probably in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you come home from practice and stuff, you gotta gotta find your food, man. I'm starving. I need to eat something. Yeah. So you know, you you start to learn how to cook along the way. And college, see, college is when I really mastered it though, because that's when my game was tight. You yeah, know, plus you had access to all the gourmet chef. Uh, no, but that conversation when you were in college, built it in you your lived dorm. It. I wasn't a Domino's pizza guy in college. Right, you know, right. I cook. I was, I cook, and then that's, and then once I became got, you know, little coins in my pockets, and I became a pro. I didn't have a chef like a lot of these guys do now. I didn't want a chef. A lot of a lot of my teammates had chefs, but they used to come over to eat my food, even though they got a damn chef. See, I worked in a restaurant in high school. My senior year of high school, I waited tables, you know. Sometimes on a Friday, I would just schedule a double shift, not even shift. And the, and, the, and the thing was only a couple blocks, you know, New York. You just walk it. A couple blocks from school. Teachers would walk by like, what are you doing here? I'm waiting tables. But, you know, key, you get the double shift. You make a lot of money. So Here we go. Back I, to the money. <laughs> no question. So, so I learned how to cook. It's like a little French bistro type place, right? I learned how to cook. Forgot everything. Cooking, and cooking. Let me tell you something before we move on to, to last night's games. Cooking is not hard. It's not hard at all. The hard part is the preparation, the preparation and the understanding, and the timing and, and everything. In the timing. Yeah. So what people tend to do is they turn on the fire real high. Sometimes I walk across the kitchen and I'm, my daughter's an exceptional cook. She's twelve years old. I mean, uh, yeah, twelve years, thirteen years old, and she can cook with the best of them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I walk in the kitchen, I walk by. And I got the flames coming up the side of the pot. I got to tell them, like, what the hell are y'all doing? Got to turn it down because people are such in a rush that you don't have to cook with high flames. But that's a whole other conversation during the break. We'll have that. Nobody (laughs) wants to hear about our cooking. You know who else has great timing? The Chicago Bulls. Speaking of kids, we could talk about DeMar DeRozan's daughter because during the game last night, every time the Raptors went to the line, you you heard this voice, right? Sometimes louder than others, but right before they shoot a free throw. And they were missing all these free throws. Missed like half their free throws. And then they finally identified DeMar DeRozan's daughter. And they keep the camera on her and the timing. Do we, we have the sound of a daughter screaming. Can you hear it if we just play this out? Listen to this. Just listen to this. And right here, Pascal Siakam with a chance to tie it at the free throw line makes the first of three. They are 18 for 34 at the line. Siakam, oh, he came up short. That one never had a chance when it left his hands. Woefully short. And if the daughter of DeMar DeRozan's screech wasn't loud then, she's going to get extra loud here. Down two, 12 seconds to go, one free throw. Siakam's free throw rolls out. No good. Rebounded by the Bulls. Foul Toronto with 11.1. Pascal Siakam 
had a chance to tie it at the line and misses two out of three free throws. That's D.R. DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan's nine-year-old daughter, who was scre- it sounded like a horror movie in there, Key, and they were really missing him, too. I, I bet you that affected him. You I, think I so? Bet you did. Yeah, because, there, you know, there's unique sounds. It, as loud as a place may be, a stadium or something like that, yeah. there's, a, you, there's unique noises Pierces that you through. can yeah. still hear. Yeah. Like, there's this voice, like, voices that, like, I could be any, I could have been anywhere in the stadium. I mean, on the field and in the stadium, I swear to you, Max, you think I'm crazy. If 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 I was around you long enough in your life, and you said something, and the stadium was quiet, I could find you and point you out. Mm-hmm. It's just you know you walking through, ah, it's loud, and I hear your voice, Max. Mm-hmm. I look, I can look and be like, hey, there's Max. That's you know, crazy. It's the it's yeah, it's a weird. You you find. For some reason, you can find that person. And I'm sure when they're at the free throw line, they're used to the loud noise, but then there's their screeching voice, and it, he's like... Pattern interrupter, right? Yeah. At, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, it's like, well, I may not know her, but that voice, that screeching voice, that horror sound, like you says, it does something to my hand-eye coordination. You know what they shot? And it screws me up. They shot 18 of 36, 50% from the line. With the, and DeMar DeRozan's daughter, is, it's the worst free-throw shooting performance of the season for them. Most misses in an elimination game since 1969. And here's what's crazy about this game, right, Key? Yeah. You know how you, you'll say, like, so, so the Raptors were winning for most of the game. They got, they got the lead up to 19 points in the third quarter. And the Bulls come storming back. And by the way, only three points of the game. Guess who hits the corner three? I want to say to tie it up late in the fourth quarter. It was late in the fourth quarter. I think it was to tie it up. Patrick Beverly. Only three points of the game. Boom. The clutch three from the corner. But you know how you'll say it was this many points, but it was a fake this many points? Or yeah, they're in first it place, wasn't a real, it, it wasn't a real 19. It was 19, but it wasn't really It was a real. fake 19 because, to, to me, I know all the points count, but really what the game was was a competitive five- to eight-point lead for the Raptors throughout the first half, Right. Mm-hmm. They felt like they were in control. It felt to me like they were going to win the game, but it was five to eight points. It was within reason, right? Competitive, back and forth. Then right before the half, Van Vliet hits this crazy half-court shot, right? Right at the buzzer. So now I believe that was like went from wait, eight to 11. So it went from single digits to double digits right there. Yeah, eight it's a to fake 11, 11. Nine to 12. That's a okay. fake 11 because of the half-court shot. That's it. Ne- exactly. That's a big swing, right? Now they come out for the third quarter. Raptors hit a couple shots. They make a couple stops. All of a sudden you blink. It's 19 points. But yeah. it didn't feel like that kind of game, right? And yeah. then DeRozan starts looking, oh, little Van Vliet, starts picking on Van Vliet, finding that mismatch and just going crazy. And, and the Bulls came all the way back? Yeah, and they won. And, and we had Cap on yesterday at, from, from uh, Chicago 1000, and he was talking about the Bulls should just basically pack it up. Now, guess what? They're going to Miami. They're going to Miami and, and, for an elimination like, game. Yeah. yeah, they're going to Miami. So To win that game. You, you look at it. And they're trying to go there and win. And then from there, you know, they go, who, they got Milwaukee or something like that? Mm-hmm. But, but okay, they go to Milwaukee. Okay, so what? It's the playoffs. No one wants to be home. I bet you some of those teams that's at home, I bet you the San Antonio Spurs would love to be in yeah, the right. elimination game. <laughs> right? And by yes. the way, it's not like the Bulls don't have talent. Zach Levine is a three-point, a legit three-point threat and a finisher at the rim DeRozan has a crazy mid game and they have certain like you know Kobe White can play either position in the backcourt and 
it's not like they don't have talent on that team. No, they, they, they do have talent. And I think, you know, when you look at it, it, Ball isn't there. He's hurt and probably won't be back there. And so now people start to say, well, he's missing. What do they have? Can Zach Levine, remember a year ago, people was questioning what type of player Zach Levine really truly was. He took over this game. Took and, it over in the second and half. And all of a sudden, you look up, and he's out there playing like the Zach Levine that they paid, and they wanted to do it the same way that everybody else thought that he could do it in the league. But last year, for some reason, people just felt like he wasn't that guy. You know, meantime, Thunder beat the Pelicans in the other playing game, Key. And their star, their signature player, at least, their big star player, literally play. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Zion Williamson ever going to live up to the hype, KJM? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. OKC sends New Orleans packing 123-118. OKC advances to the, or, or is advanced in the play-in tournament. And uh, Pelicans are done. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Key and me today. Jay, not with us, dealing with the passing of his beloved mother. Jay, we're thinking about you, brother. And uh, hope you're doing as well as possible under the circumstances. And, uh, you know, get back here, before, you know, when you can. So, is, uh... Key, is, is Zion Williamson ever going to live up to the hype the number one overall draft pick who could we never seen anything quite like him is he Charles Barkley meets Blake Griffin meets who right Jeff Van Gundy was on our show yesterday and coach had this to say obviously now ESPN basketball analyst coach had this to say about the Pelicans with Zion if Zion Williamson is healthy and he's productive New Orleans could win the West I believe. I think he's that good. I think they're uh, with Williamson as talented as any team in the West, and he's an impossible matchup. And I know, 
you know, he's played, what, 29 games this year. He's played 114 games, I think, through four years. But I think there is hope if you're a New Orleans fan. You know, Joel Embiid, through his first four years, I think played 94 games. So it doesn't look good now. It's bleak. He's always hurt. You know, it's a big what if. Hopefully for Williamson and the Pelicans that he can get back and, you know, have sort of a a much healthier second act of his NBA career. Now, Key, I always compare him to, like, look at Embiid. You know, I've been doing that. Like, maybe there's hope because here's a guy that felt like you're going to throw your hands in the air. Well, the dude's just never going to be healthy. And then he turned it all around. Zion is athletically different, though. It's almost like Derrick Rose or one of these guys whose motor is so powerful that the frame can't hold up or something, right? But when you combine what you can imagine he can be, because he hit the grand- NBA as soon as he turned pro, it was like, damn, he's a lot. So you can imagine what he could be. Plus, he's on a talented young team. Then you could imagine what they could be as coach does. And he thinks he can get to the finals with him. Is, but is the idea of him more than what he actually is, do you think? No, 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 no. The only thing that he is is he's injury prone. That's the only thing he is because when he plays, it's a different level, right? I mean, like you said, he he came in and people was like, oh, my God, he's a lot to handle. Even Coach just said they might win the West if he stayed healthy and he was productive as he's been when he's been on the floor. So it's kind of like a – a football correlation to Lamar Jackson to me, mm-hmm. where Lamar is 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 hyped, but it's it's deserving. Mm-hmm. He's worthy of the hype, and if he could ever just stay completely healthy for seventeen games, and continue to take the steps that he's shown so far, the Ravens may have an opportunity to come out of the AFC. Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing with a Zion. Now you see with with Lamar. There's question marks. Oh, you keep missing games. They shouldn't pay him. Why would I pay a guy that stays hurt? And now this is the same conversation that you having with Zion. Well, well, he may, you know, yeah. Well, can he? Is he? What is he? Is he healthy? Or is he? Can we trade him? Should we move on from him? They should get rid of him. And you know me. What if? What if you get rid of him? And what if he goes somewhere else and stays healthy like Embiid has when he's missed games? early in his four, first four years. Now he's getting ready to win an MVP and possibly go and come out of the East and play in a championship. Now, what if the Sixers would have said, like they did with the, the, the kid that they moved on from in Orlando, uh, Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz, yeah. Yeah, what if they, you know, they moved also on from him. Also number one overall pick. Also number one overall pick. What if they did that to Embiid and Embiid would have wind up, I don't know, in Sacramento somewhere or whatever. You know, it's so you got to be careful when you are looking at players because of their injuries early in their career, because this is not Greg Odom. This is not one of those type of deals where he never showed you anything when he was on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. You know what he's, he, so you pick up, you pick Lamar Jackson, although Lamar won an MVP. He stayed very healthy for the first three years of his career. Right. But I'm just talking about this, this past season. Look, so I can think of another player who also on, you know, not a perfect example because he was healthy his rookie season. But Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley is like, oh, my God, 233-pound dude who moves like Barry Sanders? Health. That little sneeze, health. Yeah, but you didn't hear me. No, no, good. So, I mean, you can sneeze. No big deal. 
I got to sneeze on radio and oh, TV. Oh, sneeze Nobody on wants radio. To hear, no, no one cares. wants to hear Listen, that and see all the particles coming out. Well, no, out. the seeing now. part, I agree. Yeah. But but uh, Saquon was like, oh, my God, what's this prospect's unbelievable. Then he has this great rookie season. Unlike Zion, he stayed healthy for a whole season. But then he'd been hurt, 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 and everyone's like, oh, the Giants should move on from him. And I remember like what you just said, well, what if he goes somewhere else? I was like, hold on, guys. If Saquon stays healthy, you know what this dude's capable of? And he didn't really stay all the way healthy this season, but he stayed healthy enough to help the Giants, and he was the major offensive force, not only get to the playoffs, but win a playoff game. You know, like there's, and he is a different kind of athlete. You know who Zion also reminds me of, Key? There are some guys in NBA history who are physically different from day one. There's not a lot you can do with them, and they come in different shapes and sizes, right? So two of them that jump to mind are Wilt and Shaq. You know, just they're too big, too athletic, and nothing you could do with them from day one. They were giving everyone that work. What could you do? Uh, LeBron's another guy like that. Six, eight, can pass like that so fast, can leap the whole thing. Just physically, there's not too much you can do with them. Zion, to me, also fits into that category, even though he doesn't have the height, but he's just at his size, at his bulk, with his with his hops, it's like it's yeah. – if he's on the floor, that's why as a rookie, I don't know what he averaged, 27 points, whatever, but it's bananas. Right from day one, you just can't do a lot with him. The, the only thing that in, in, for, for me with him is the fact that he can't stay healthy. And by not staying healthy, you cannot evolve your game mm. from where it is now because mm. you're always hurt. So you can't work on the other stuff that would make you even more of a superstar in the NBA. You, you, because you just can't. You can't work on your uh, shooting. You can't work on certain moves. You can't work on this or that because you're always hurt. So that in itself is disappointing, and I'm sure it's disappointing for him as well. Yeah, by the way, it's in another version of Embiid. There's more parallels. So Embiid doesn't have the fast twitchies that Zion has, but – Embiid, everyone, you remember that series Man, against Al Embiid's Horford a couple years ago? Embiid's way bigger, too, though, Max. What's that? Embiid's way bigger than him. Yeah, no, way bigger. I'm saying it's a different animal, kind of. Like, yeah. it, like Embiid, it's a, the parallel is great player, one of the best in the game, who was hurt so often early, people were kind of throwing up their hands. Maybe it'll never happen for him. But you just said part of the problem with Zion's, you know, unavailability, he's not been available, is he can't develop his game. But Embiid also had sort of that, not in terms of developing his game, but I remember Al Horford just eating his lunch in the playoffs. But Embiid, eventually, though, he stayed healthy. But, but my he point healthy, is – he started to develop other parts of his game. I, for Embiid, it was different for me. For me. Horford was getting him because Embiid looked to me a little overweight or maybe not in the best shape, yeah, a, a, a step slow. Yeah. But that was because the injuries yes, kept him absolutely. probably from practicing into game shape the a- way other dudes a- could. A- all of the above, Max. All of the above. If you are – unavailable you can't do anything you can't work on it you, you can't, can't even work, work on your you conditioning the same no, way because you're focusing on your health getting healthy you're not focusing on the little stuff you're not focusing on this or that you're just not in in you you can't do basketball acclimated things because you're in the training room all the time right trying to get healthy man i hope i just want to see what it looks like by the way key did you hear this fitz and harry Hit new show, Fitz and Harry, on ESPN Radio. But they came right at our necks. They came at us. Is that the the, the, what? the, the, the little black dude with the earrings and then the little <laughs> white guy with all the tattoos? 
Yes. Is that that show? Oh, okay. Yes, I see a pattern here on ESPN. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. Don't though. start. <laughs> I don't Max. have any tattoos. You can't get tattoos. That's right. I don't want to be, as uh, Larry David said, uh, buried with the criminals and whatever. I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what Larry David said in, in the Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, it I turns out say, his mother had I a tattoo on a certain part of her area, her area that he didn't know about of her, of her body, and so she couldn't be buried in the, in the part of the cemetery that he wanted her buried in because it was against Jewish law. That's right. I can't I, I get know. that. It's the same the, the guy in the uh, movie with Eddie Murphy, the new movie that's out. He said the same thing. The, the grandma said, well, you can't be buried in our cemetery because he had tattoos. I get it. Don't so, get us in trouble, Max. Fitz and Harry came right at us about our thoughts about the Lakers. Here it comes, the clap back. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That sound courtesy of the excellent 710 ESPN LA. I used to be on in the afternoons. He was on in the mornings on that fine station. Before we get into what Fitz and Harry had to say about our thoughts on the Lakers, Key, as we were going to the last break, you know, there was a production about Key and, and Lip Balm. And I mention that when I leave the house, like I, I leave the house, I put on chapstick right right before I leave the house in the cold months. Who wears chapstick? Me. Max? What is this? Me. It comes in a little thing. I, you know. You, you still thinking about Susie chapstick commercials coming down the hill? I, I technically I don't even know if it's chapstick. <laughs> it comes in a little thing, and you roll the thing, and you put on. I put it on, and then yesterday I was like, you know what? Weather's nice. I'm not putting on any bounce right without any chapstick. Right away, left side of my lip. You know, split a little bit. I'm like, idiot, I got to put it on before I leave. Yeah, it's dry. That's right. Yeah, but chapstick is, is weak anyway, man. You need, like, lip balm. You need, like, Kells or something. Now, why? The chapstick Cause it's doesn't just, or, or Carmex or something. The chips, chapstick is – who wears chapstick, man? Me. That Me, stuff is, like, paste. It doesn't even – you can't even smooth it out yeah, on you your lips smooth correctly. smooth that out a little bit. You just go, oh, mm, God. Your lips, you know. No, man. Mm-mm. What, what, so you don't need – 
You don't need a, a whole lot, though. We need wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. He's burying the lead here, Key. Wait, wait, Max. Mm. You only apply lip balm, chapstick, whatever. You only apply yeah. it once yeah, in the morning. A day? Yeah. You don't, like, carry it with you? No, I don't carry chapstick with me, no. That joint is supposed all, to be with your person. Day. I'm all, all day. day. I'm every. A, I'm, I'm every other segment on this show, and I'm indoors. I don't, I don't have a lot of surface area. This you know, it's not. <laughs> it all works. It all works. Don't worry. It's all works, okay, but I don't no. have a lot of surface area. Hey. Calm down now. Hey, 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 hey. I, hey, Max, you yeah. want some surface area? I can help you. I can get right up underneath there. It's so nauseating look at how much surgery people get. I can't even look at people's faces anymore. Wait, Max, I can feel you out if you need me to. Dr. Johnson can help you. Mine are natural, so, you know, they just got to – that's just what they are, baby. That's all I can tell you. The thought of what people do to themselves, first of all, it's sad, right, because people feel the pressure to look a certain way. But I, I, I can't do it. I can't no, do it. No, just stop. Especially no. where you are, Key, like in uh, L.A. That's why I say stop. In L.A. Because I see it 50 oh, times a day. You're sitting at a restaurant. You see a grandmother sitting with her grandkid. Oh grandfather grandfather <laughs> sitting with their grandkid. They're 80 you're, years old. They got all so, kinds of stuff. I can't even look. You're so mean. You're mean. One thing I would do, though. There's only one thing. If what? I get that turkey neck. As I get older, I'm, 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 you go, I'm you doing go a little pulley, thing. You go pulling yeah. back like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you just got to let it go. No, 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 no. I can't do yeah, that. you got to let it go. Oh, I can't do it. No. Flapping around, I can't do it. No, that's the I, one thing I, I would uh, do. I was at somebody's house. This was a while ago. Yeah. And, you know, they had the pictures on the mantle. And, you know, you're walking around, you're looking. You're yeah. like, oh, who's that? They're cool. They were like, oh, yeah, that's. I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, very unrecognizable today versus then. Unreal. But just, Especially but where you are. What it is. Especially what, where you are. No, it it, it No, I didn't get any work. This is from Kale Smoothies. Waste trainers. That's all it was. Waste trainers. Oh, God. Keyshawn J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, this is what they Fitz and Harry out, said man. about us, Key. Yeah, what did they say? Fitz and Harry, you know, yesterday you and I were talking about the playing game, it turns out, probably mm-hmm. good for the Lakers. They're not sitting on the shelf for too long getting stale. They get that playoff intensity and a win under their belts. And, and as you pointed out, this group that's really together not that long gets a little more reps, right, playing yeah. together. Yes, correct. So that seems perfectly reasonable. And not, not however to Jason Fitz and Harry Douglas. They didn't think it sounded so reasonable. Listen to the temerity of this pair who do have a hit show from 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio. Here they are. We're at a spot where we're making the play-in game good for the Lakers. I understand the homerism here, but sweet baby Jesus, what are we doing if we're turning around and saying the Lakers with LeBron and AD needed the play-in game to stay sharp? Harry, we are bending over backwards. This is like a damn Cirque du Soleil event to watch people try and find some acrobatic way to turn a negative for the Lakers into a positive just because we have to love everything the Lakers do. Fitz well, was telling like, on himself there, Key. Well, I feel like he's personally attacking me. So, mm. you know, because I am, I am from L.A. and I am a homer. So, mm. at the end of the day, yes, that is correct. When you talk about the Lakers and you talk about LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they haven't been on the court together all that much this year, Fitzy, if you've been paying any damn attention to what's been going on. So, certainly, 
they need the playing game to get the continuity together with the rest of their castmates that have come along all of a sudden in the second half of the season. So, yes, the playing game is significant. They get an opportunity not only to rest their bodies. They don't play again until Sunday, okay? And that, that is how many days from now? Do the math, okay? They didn't play last night. So, yes, it is important to play in game. Now they go on the road and they go to Memphis, a Memphis team that's banged up. So now what? But, Key, Fitz is telling on himself, if you want to go at us, say something like, the point you're making is ridiculous. It would have been better for them to not have played the game because then they get more rest. Or you could say the fact that you're pointing out that one single game was good for them to get more reps with each other tells you they really don't have enough reps with each other. One game's not going to do it. Make a yes. point that actually speaks to the point we're making. All yes. Fitz did was come out and say essentially the subtext was I don't like the Lakers. I don't like when people say positive things about them. He's telling on himself. Telling on himself. Stop That's hating. It. Homerism. Yeah, I'm a homer. So what? No, you know Big what I deal. need to hear, Yates? I need to hear a, a, a Biggie player hater because that's really what this is. Stop it, it, hating, Fitz. Yeah, Fitz, go play the flute or something. Leave us alone. Let us handle this basketball. Player hater. <laughs> Pure player hating. What you hating on? Lakers yeah, won the game. We didn't come out and say it was a brilliant performance. They looked yeah. dominant. We just said the fact that they got to play and not sit on the shelf for a week, the fact that they got a little more time together is a good thing for them. A it little, wasn't some earth-shattering thing. A little more time and a little more rest for some of the guys that had injuries that's coming back, like LeBron James. You get the rest. You don't play again until Sunday. And they still are working on things in practice, all those sort of things. I want to hear what he says in a couple weeks, though, when the Lakers are still playing. I want to hear what he's saying then. He's, he'll be one of those guys that change the tune. Well, I always felt like if they got together and played, then they would have a, be able to make a strong run because the conference isn't as strong from top to bottom. That's what, that's what, that's what you'll hear. Fitz, Harry, I don't know why your advisors ain't forewarn you. <laughs> don't bark up that tree. That tree will fall on you. I don't know why your advisors ain't forewarn you. Yeah, you better leave us alone. You're going to get bit. If Bryce Young goes to Carolina, by the way, you can listen to Fitz and Harry, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern, here on ESPN Radio. Yeah, the little guy with the tattoos and the other guy with the earrings. Both of them are about the same size. <laughs> if Bryce Young – by the way, who does Fitz root for in the NBA? I know he's a Vegas Raiders fan. I don't know about Who's his NBA, NBA team? I'll he tell you this much. He used to be a Laker fan. Huh? He was a Kobe fan. He used to be a Laker fan. Yeah, he ain't a Laker fan, though. Nope. How you going? How you used to be? You either are or you not. Well, no, no. You know, Key, there's there's an overlap between Kobe fans and Laker fans, but they're not always the same thing. You got Kobe fans who were Kobe fans. Yes, and, but but if you're a Kobe fan, you're a Laker fan. Otherwise, you're not a Kobe fan because Kobe only hmm. played for one team. That's the Lakers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. See, that's, I'm a, I'm a but LeBron there are, I've noticed Kobe fan. fans who aren't I'm Lakers a LeBron fans. fan. I'm not a Miami Heat fan. I'm not right, a Cleveland right. fan. I'm a LeBron fan. Right. But that doesn't – right. But that, there's people like you, but about Kobe. I was a Kobe fan, not a Lakers fan. Kobe's not on the Lakers anymore. Now I'm not rooting for them anymore. He's big Fraud. hater. All right. If Bryce Young goes to Carolina, would the Texans really pass on drafting a quarterback? KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. 
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, were presented by Progressive Insurance. Once upon a time... Like New England talk radio, right? Yeah, it was all the same every day. Hey, do you think, you know, some call it, you think Doug Flutie is big enough to play in New York too, to succeed in the NFL, right? Man, it's like nonstop. And Flutie now the question, there. huh? I mean, Doug Flutie's a good little quarterback. I mean, you know, I mean, he was the shortest tired, quarterback I can went, remember. You weren't going to win that with Doug Flutie, man. Yeah, but and he also wasn't going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Yeah, he was he was small though, Max. Yeah, for real. God, just, he was, small. was there ever a shorter quarterback in the NFL that you can think of? That actually took regular season snaps. Yeah, like who who started for a while? Nah, but Flutie actually bounced around and you know. Yeah, he had a real career. He had a he had a real career. I played with him in the Pro Bowl, and it was it was very hard to play with him. In the, it was Why? very hard because I couldn't see him. When I get lost, you know, I, I remember running a dig route, mm-hmm. and I'm wide open, and I'm going across the field, and I'm like, where the hell is the damn ball, man? And all of a sudden, the thing just comes shooting out somewhere. <laughs> but you he know, got it and, off, and did you catch no, it? it? But I was when I was running across, I slowed down because I couldn't see him, so uh-huh. I'm looking, trying to locate him because I like to see the – you like – as a receiver, you like to see the ball come off the, yeah, yeah. come out of the hands and in the flick of the wrist. Yeah, like so a pitcher trying to trying to. So pick I could up pick the up the, the rotation, the batter, yeah. mm-hmm. and I couldn't. And then it came out. Now, obviously, you know me, I got sticky, so I caught it, mm-hmm. but not. But it got up on me because I didn't see it. It was like being shot out of a cannon. Yeah, yeah. Like by the way, the reason pitchers hide their delivery from the batter because it feels like the ball's coming in faster. It's harder to harder to hit. So Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. The reason we're talking about this. He was in Houston Wednesday. Bryce Young is the smallest, not just short, but the slightest built, right? The smallest quarterback ever to be considered drafted number one, that they're considered, like, if he goes one. So he was in Houston Wednesday. He met with the Texans. Here's Adam Schefter on the Texans possibly not taking a quarterback if Bryce Young goes one overall and he's not available. Listen to this. When you talk to people around the league, they continue to think that Bryce Young is going to turn out to be the number one pick on draft night 15 days from now. As for the Houston Texans, that becomes an interesting decision because Bryce Young, I think, might have been the player that the Texans would have liked. And if he's not there, 
Then the question becomes, do they go to C.J. Stroud or do they go elsewhere? And my understanding is that there are all options on the table. They're not sold on taking a quarterback at number two, and we'll see what they ultimately decide to do there. Key, before we get into whether that's wise or not for the Texans, if Bryce Young is not available, and, and a lot has been made of his frame. He's slightly built compared to a lot of quarterbacks. But what about his height? Well, it's difficult. It, I, I can see it being very difficult against bigger interior defense alignment or, or pass rush specialists on the edge that are 6'5", 6'4", whatever the case may be, and when they get their arms up. So I'm watching a clip of Bryce Young throw over the middle, and it almost hits the defender's helmet, and the guy didn't even have his hands up. And so when you're throwing that football uh, over the middle and you're Bryce Young, you've now got to put a certain trajectory over the middle for it to get up over them opposed to just piercing it straight ahead with, as a taller, bigger quarterback would do. That, you know, a lot of batted balls, I can see a lot of batted balls coming down in the National Football League for him, maybe not like in college because the defense alignment in pros, they like to get their hands up. They're taught to get their hands up. If they're not getting the pass rush that they need, they like to get their paws up. And all of a sudden, that creates more problems for you. It's almost as good as a sack when they bat the ball down. So, and, and then there's the whole issue of the sack is when they get their hands on him, which inevitably will happen, even if he escapes a lot. And, and one of the things what's going to happen? One of the things that the defensive coordinators will tell their, their guys is, make sure you get your hands up. When you collapse the pocket, don't leave any lanes open for him to, to get sneak through. And so everything will be much tight. And so that'll be a problem, in my opinion. But what the hell do I know? If Bryce Young goes to Carolina, because they have the first overall pick, traded a lot of draft capital to get it, what should the Texans do it to? Because there's been some reporting and some speculation that they would trade out of the second spot and pick up more draft capital. Key, here's my question, though, about that. Even if you don't – I think that's the right thing to do if you don't love any other, other quarterbacks. Don't draft a quarterback. But in every draft, it seems, there's at least one or two Hall of Famers there somewhere. To hell with what you need or what your position – you know, you can't identify that dude might wind up in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'd like to take him and take draft him up high, especially if you need a pass rusher because those guys usually aren't available in free agency when they're in their primes. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't yeah. they just use the pick on the best available player? Well, first of all, you got a defensive coordinator. That's the head coach. And where did he come from? He came from San Francisco. What did San Francisco play with? They played with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. Neither one of them would be mistaken for Dan Marino. I mean, that's the reality of it. Yeah, yeah. And they had a fire defense. So his mindset says that I don't need a franchise quarterback right now. They drafted – Davis Mills. Davis Mills was a guy that on a lot of people's boards was the number one guy. What was a number one guy in the first round? He slipped to the second. They took him. They may like him. Now you drop down. They still got the 12th pick. So you can move around and maneuver. Maybe there's Indianapolis that comes up. Maybe there's Tennessee that comes up. Because when you're looking at it, Max, Seattle may take a quarterback. Detroit doesn't need one. Seven is Vegas. They may grab a quarterback. Atlanta, they said no, they like theirs. Chicago doesn't need one. Philly, Tennessee sitting at 11. They may give up capital to climb all the way up to that 2-3 spot. And you get, get the guy you would have taken anyway, plus you get more stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they got a lot of holes to fill. Did the Giants make the right choice giving Daniel Jones the extension and franchising Saquon? Because there's news about that, KJM.
Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.